Welcome to our channel where we talk about inspiring and supporting women as leaders in independent practice in healthcare. So today on NP Janine, we're going to have a conversation with Gerline Bajwa. She is a 28-year-old woman who recently obtained her registered nursing license, and she has a very specific interest in independent practice in medical aesthetics. So we're going to look at her journey as she traveled through her nursing education and also where she intends to be in approximately five or ten years as she develops her practice in medical aesthetics. So good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Janine. That's great. It's wonderful to have you here. And I am going to jump in right away and ask you, so tell me a little bit about yourself, as you would define yourself to me asking and saying, so tell me something. Okay. Um, I feel like I have a lot to me, but something about myself. Um I have a huge interest in the medical aesthetics industry. It's something I've always done independent research on, whether that's through university or reading journals. Um, and that's just a portion of my life. <laughs> I also love fashion. I love spending time with my dog. I love being outdoors. Um, yeah, there's lots to me. So if I were to ask you, when did you know that this was such a significant interest for you? So it, this actually probably dates back to probably 10 years ago. Um, I took my mom to get a facial at a cosmetic clinic in Toronto and we were getting facials done, but I, I managed to just peek over in the other room and I saw a nurse injecting and um, she had a patient come in to get her lips filled. And that was probably the first day I realized that nurses actually have that within their scope of practice. And, and then from there, it just sparked an interest. But you didn't start out actually uh, in nursing. You had a different interest uh, previous to that. You kind of have um, had some experience in mm -hmm. medicine and in medical world. Um, was there anything in that that made you think this is uh, the type of environment I wanted to be in? Or was this totally polar opposite? So when I first started off university, I did a bachelor's in health studies um, at York University. But that was a completely different industry from or degree from nursing, I would say it was very broad. Um, I had it was it was a bit of science, a bit of like health policy, health administration. I got into that, but I quickly realized that wasn't something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um, and then a couple of years down the line, I decided I was going to go back to school and get my nursing degree. And I ended up getting into an accelerated program, which was great. So that was a quick eighteen month program. Uh, but very intensive, but it was a really, really good experience. And what do you wish that you knew before you started on your nursing journey? Is there anything that you, if you could go back and tell yourself, uh, what, would you, what would you say that would be? Oh my goodness, so much. So much <laughs> stuff I wish I could go back and tell myself to change. But I wish... If I could go back to being like 18 years old, I'm 28, 28 now, so 10 years ago, I would tell myself to just get exposure in different areas everywhere and get into the hospital and volunteer more to see what it is that you want to do and speak to other nurses and actually go into a clinic and speak to a cosmetic nurse to see if that's something I wanted to do and just put more focus on that. But I didn't. <laughs> but I wish I could go back and do that and start nursing school from the age of 18. 
Yeah. We're yeah. always led, and it's funny because we'll be led in what is a completely different pathway from yeah. what we think that we want to mm-hmm. be doing. But for some reason, we go down that, that pathway. But you always take from those things. Yeah opportunities, adventures, mm-hmm. and then they integrate into what makes you you now. Yeah. So they're not necessarily bad decisions or 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 decisions that have made you kind of off your yeah. your train of thought, but they brought you around and now they're going to add quality to what you're doing now, which is really yes. great thing. So I I never see those those pathways as being bad. It was just a journey. Of it, was all, it was all character building, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> learning all the twisting and turns of like life. Um, There's a lot more that happened in between those 10 years. No. I finished my degree. I got married. And um, unfortunately, my husband had passed away. And I think that's when I really started to realize like I'm going into nursing. I need to have, be able to have those life skills of doing CPR and like being able to help people around me. And yeah. these were just basic skills I wanted in my life, even if it wasn't what I did on a daily basis at work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now, once did I you, did you change your, um, did your personality or your brain change after your experiences with your husband? Yes. And definitely. and what was it, do you think, that really changed in your head as far as what your life goals were and things like that? Because those experiences yeah. are really deep. Yeah. So, I think after that happened to me, I really realized that I needed to be independent and everything in life was, everything in life is serious, I would say. Like it's all, every action that you take on a daily basis has a reaction. So you need to make sure you're making the right decisions every day. And um, I think before this experience, I was very just easygoing with like every decision I made and I'm like, I'll figure it out. It's okay. But now I like to kind of I really took some time to think about what it is I wanted to do in my life and how I wanted to live every day and how I wanted to build my future for myself. And cosmetic nursing was definitely something that I saw myself doing in yeah. five years, ten years. And you were over in Europe. Did you travel when you were over in Europe? Or yeah. you were over in Europe? For yeah, a while. I traveled yeah. a lot. Um, I think that was also character building. Yeah. Um, I traveled a lot. We used to go all around Europe. Um, I was only there for. I would say a year and a half, but we went, I would go to like, um, we went to France, we went to Scotland, Ireland, and then from there getting to India was really easy. So I went to India like all the time. Oh, nice. Went to Africa. Which one was your favorite to visit? Italy. Italy? Yeah. Wow. That was the best. Yeah. Italy is my favorite place in this entire world. Now, do you think you will go back there? Yeah. Yeah? For sure. I want to go back there next summer. Yeah, and sure. what now? You were living properly in London, correct? Yeah, that, and in so, London. and what about the London life or that uh, sort of English life that is now part of you? What is part of your? What changed your being by being in that mm-hmm. um, in that city? I think living in London, I realized how nice Canadians are, <laughs> and how <laughs> and how mean the Brits are. They will. I've been I've been on the tube, and they literally will push you to get past you to make their train. And they won't they say ruthless. sorry like no, Canadians. At least we say sorry. If I would say sorry to people or open the door for them, they would look at me like I'm crazy, like I'm wasting my time. <laughs> so when I came back, I really realized that I love Canada to live in. For sure. What, um, and here's, so we're going to switch a little bit up. Yeah. What um, are you, when are you most productive? Hmm. In the early a.m. of the morning. So okay. as soon as I wake up, like I want to get work done, I would say. Just grab a coffee and get like my to-do list done until probably like 12 p.m. And then 
Yeah, that's those are my productive hours. Those are your work. <laughs> those, those are, are my, my work. Hours. I'm in the mode. Um, yeah. And if you could change anything about your journey thus far, mm-hmm. what would you go back and change? As far as you've got your plan for where you want to be, yeah, um, and you've done your education, but. Is there anything in your life, even back before, mm-hmm. like when you were a kid, is there anything that you would actually change in your life so that you had a different track? See, I say I want to change. Like, I wish I got into nursing school earlier. I wish I did these things differently. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm very, I'm still grateful for how everything turned out because of like the experiences I've had and like traveling and meeting all these different people. I think that's what's brought me to this moment in time right now so I don't think I would ever really want to change too too much I'm pretty happy with like how I chose to like do my degrees and like all of my future goals and plans it would have been different if I changed something I might not have been a nurse so yeah yeah you never know yeah, well never and like know. we said you're led in different directions but they're all character mm-hmm. building as you said yeah. um what's your biggest challenge in life so far hmm my biggest challenge trying to become vegetarian (laughs) (laughs) oh really you're vegetarian I I tried it I did it for two years and then I went to a barbecue (laughs) and then then it changed well we well so we call my daughter a sumterian because sometimes she's a vegetarian and and then she'll have bacon and then yeah then it'll change so but she tries real hard so I get I completely get that and what part of the goal of mine What's the thought process between behind when you made that decision to become vegetarian? What was the... I think um, I just wanted to... I really took my health seriously in the past couple of years. I lost... Not, I didn't lose a ton of weight, but I became a lot fitter than what I was before. And, like, I made sure everything that goes into my body is, like, clean and or organic. Like, I'll try to do that as much as I can. Or um, go to the gym every, couple, like, every day almost. Um, but then I realized that... I like love animals and I don't want to like eat them and being vegetarian just made me feel a little bit like just good energy being Mm -hmm. vegetarian Um, so that's when I decided I wanted to do that but then again I went to the barbecue so now I just try to limit it as much as I can (laughs) so if we talk a little bit about your business plan and where you want to be in say five years so if we look at uh, what your goals and objectives are and we know that you've always wanted to work in this area of practice or at least since your experiences have led you in that direction but even before that like while I was in England um, I was looking for ways of becoming a nurse injector there Oh, and really? it's different there. You actually don't need to be a nurse. Oh, there's um, there's cause I think just people who own like um, aesthetic facial bars and things like that that are injecting, which is super unsafe. But yeah, that was happening there, and that was a choice. But I decided not to do that because I thought it was just so unethical coming from Canada and seeing that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Right? Could you imagine that you could walk in yeah. and it'd be like Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> he used to be. You know, he used to work at the nutrition bar, and yeah. now he's injecting. Yeah, <laughs> and that is a little bit odd. It's less yeah. regulated there. Yeah. I have heard Very that. Less and, uh, and this was like this was six years ago, so I don't know if it's changed. Yeah, but, I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, so if we look at your goals, so you did your nursing, and now you have this clear path that mm-hmm. you would like to do. What are you most looking forward to in medical aesthetics I think it's just getting to know my patients better and just making them feel confident and being surrounded by like-minded women that are into like similar interests and have similar goals um 
I think that's really going to help with my growth and just helping each other, being like a good team and um, just getting to a point where business is established and um, yeah. And so what is the next phase that you're, what are you planning in the next, say, couple of months? Next couple of months, I want to train and learn from Master Injector Janine. <laughs> I'm not paying her. I'm just saying <laughs> And just learn as much as I can. Just absorb everything like a sponge. And you've been doing a lot of that anyways. You've been looking yeah. at a lot of um, things that are online. You've been looking at journal yeah. articles to better inform yourself so that you yeah. have a really good evidence-based practice when you start. Yeah. And this was before you even came yeah. on board before here. Before I was even here, yeah. So I yeah. just wanted, I always found myself studying for like nursing exams, but I would be reading about cosmetic nursing. Yeah. So I was always drawn towards that. It's my interest. So yeah, so I just want to make sure I have the research properly and be properly informed for everything and just learn the right way. And so in, in this clinic, how you've been working essentially has been developing the administrative side yeah. of the business, which actually is the hardest part <laughs> because it's we're trained with the yeah. five control decks and it's very easy for us to work through that, you know, anatomy, physiology, pharmacology, yeah. injection technique, all that yeah. part of it, patient care, yeah. uh, intake forms, consents, documentation, yeah. because it's familiar to us. Mm-hmm. But you've actually come in on a different track, which mm-hmm. gave you the opportunity to look at things from a business side of things yeah so coming in from that perspective what has been your strongest asset to coming into a clinic and being able to just feel like you're like clicked yeah. right in uh, to the admin and technology yeah I would say that I'm obviously learning new how to use different programs but um, I've kind of grown up with these like similar programs and just um, getting kind of through that so that that hasn't been too difficult but I'm glad I'm learning how to use say programs like Jane and the back end of it rather than um, if I say if I was working as a nurse injector right away I would be completely lost using Jane and say if a patient was here I had to quickly do something it would I wouldn't have had the experience in the practice to get through it uh, but now that I'm doing admin I'll know how to kind of deal with hiccups and things like that with programs and not waste time and just kind of get straight to it and still have time to do injecting in the future. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I I look at it that um, some of those things are the things we just try to get at Mm -hmm. when we can because we're so busy doing the other parts of our job. And and that's the part that we learn on the fly where you'll come once Mm -hmm. you're actually doing all the injecting and that part will just be innate to you already so when somebody says oh we need a consent for Mm -hmm. a new treatment we're doing it will be be in you right to do it exactly where to go rather than spending like 15 20 minutes trying to figure out where it is exactly yeah the other thing that I, I'm yeah. going to speak a little on your behalf, but one of the things that I found very helpful for the clinic is your technical savvy. You have a very, um, you have a, a savviness when it comes to the technology. And mm-hmm. I don't think that necessarily is a, uh, that you're, you know, somehow been working at Apple. It's yeah. not that, it's just your critical thinking skills and yeah. are paramount like so your ability to take something you absolutely don't know mm-hmm. and I throw it at you and yeah. you you just work around it and yeah. figure out how to do it best um, you're very self-motivated mm-hmm. what do you think got you to that ability to not go 
I'm overwhelmed, I can't do this, and that you just work through it. I think for me, having a challenge on a daily basis means that I'm improving every day and I'm learning something every day. So anytime I have like any sort of challenge in my life, whether it's like a, an app or like working out and trying to meet a goal or do something, I always want to be able to reach that goal, not as, just as effectively as I can. Yeah. So with my time and like what I'm learning and just kind of keep that kind of skill with me and just move on from there and grow from there. And is there anybody in your world that taught you how to be that way? Um, so there's two people in my life that I like love and adore and also look up to. Um, one is my best friend. We've been best friends for like 20 years, like our entire lives. And she's probably like one of the smartest women I've ever met. Um, she's a dentist now, but she's always kind of motivated me to like be my best like every day. And uh, we kind of motivate each other to be the best that we can be. And um, another is my boyfriend. He really helps me kind of just, I don't know, just grow. And on a daily basis, we kind of keep in touch with each other. Like, you know, like, what did you do this week? And like, how did you deal with it? And, or just talk about our day. And it's always nice to kind of be like, I learned this today. And like, I, I'm going to learn this tomorrow. Yeah. And motivate you to, yeah. to like, to find it fascinating what yeah. you're doing and then keep you moving yeah. forward. He's in the tech world, but obviously he's a lot more tech savvy than I am with like coding and all that. And I don't know that stuff, but... Well, yeah. and, and there is coding and then there is the usability of yeah, it, right? And the the, the user-friendliness. User yeah. And so you definitely have that um, critical thinking part, yeah. which um, even if you're like mm -hmm. super, super smart and can do all the coding mm -hmm. stuff, you may not be able to. And that's one of the things I've learned over the years in healthcare is that though the people that actually build the programs don't yeah. necessarily the use, look at the patient yeah. to end. They yeah. bring in us as healthcare yeah. providers to be able to add that piece yeah. because we can see how that would be useful to... How does it to, work and how, does, how can we apply it to like our practice and how does it benefit the practice, yeah. Right, so you guys are like a dynamic duo for yeah. for being able, able to create really good technology yeah. in healthcare yeah. because he would have that background side yeah. of it and you would have the patient knowledge side of it and how yeah. to expedite it in Maybe one day. Care. You'll create a new Jane. Create a new Jane, new app. Push yeah. this idea to him tonight. <laughs> uh, do you have any regrets? Um, any regrets? In life or in business? In life or business. I mean, business is getting started now, which I'm so excited for. I can't wait to see everything grow and just being around such a beautiful environment. <laughs> but um, any regrets? It would be to just put myself first and to put my education and career first. I think as like women, it's so important that you always keep in the back of your mind and at the forefront of your mind that you need to improve every day and your career is always, for me personally, I feel like my career is always going to be first now going forward in life. And I didn't have that mentality growing up. So yeah. this is this is a new change in mindset that I've had and I love it. <laughs> well, it's been really great to talk to you. I have one final question for you yeah. and you may not have one. I didn't prep you on this, but do you have a favorite song like if you were on an island and could only listen to one song for the rest of your life what song would that be oh my goodness it's Punjabi songs <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the users are going to know this but it's probably it's Diljit Dosanjh I like all of his music I would I would want him there <laughs> you would want him there personally I mean his music. to sing for the rest of your life for you <laughs> ideally 
Okay. And <laughs> the last part is, do you have a favorite quote that you, um, is like a mantra for you that you run around in your head to keep you motivated? Honestly, you're going to laugh at me, but I have an entire notepad of quotes that I write. Okay. And actually read through once in a while. Just to kind of can you share one or two look with through me? it? It's literally oh just my gosh, you quotes. do, and you've got hearts and emojis all yeah. over them, like ones that have actually it's, spoke to you. It's literally. I don't just know. Maybe share one of them with us. Then. I'll just I'll just read a random one. Yeah. Start right now where you are with what you have. So say that yeah. one again. Start right now where you are with what you have. Wow, that's really so, good. Yeah, I don't know. That spoke to me. I think everything in here speaks to me, but it's just making the most of every day with what you have, whether that's like work, living, whatever, everything. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very, very much for joining us today. I'm, I hope that people have found this inspiring and interesting, mm-hmm. and we will continue on this journey together, and mm-hmm. we will be working. Um, Gerline will be starting to do some injecting very shortly. We're going to do the anatomy and physiology part and then the pharmacology and then start to Mm -hmm. get her into practice. And maybe we'll do another Mm -hmm. podcast for your journey. Yeah. Maybe at at like eight months or a year and see whether it was what you expected it to be and and share some of her ups and downs and things that she's found have been helpful. Okay. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Gerline. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye.